From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Yes, because you won't conform. They hate you for the greatness of your achievement. They hate you for your integrity. They hate you because they know they can neither corrupt you nor rule you. They won't let you survive. And that's from The Fountainhead. That's one of my, that my favorite author, Ayn Rand, A-Y-N-R-A-N-D. And her book, Atlas Shrugged, is my all-time favorite book. But you can hear the theme in that. You've had people in your life who hate you, not because you're bad, not because you lied, not because you cheated, not because you stole something, but they hate you because you're excelling or you're making honest choices that they're not making or you don't steal or cheat when the opportunity is there. You value your mind and they hate you because you're making better choices than they're making and you're making yourself into a better person. If you find that you are on the, uh, that you are on the side of um, being attacked by envious people, whether it's a sibling or a coworker, or sometimes even parents are jealous of their kids' success, uh, you really want to w figure out how to deal with that. You don't want to appease them, and yet you don't want to wrap your life around them so that you can't breathe, you can't enjoy your own life. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and the show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And right now, I want to w welcome Randy to the show. Randy, you're having some difficulty with your stepson? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, tell me what's going on. Uh, um was informed today that he uh, was uh, had a drug test at school and that uh, he had used marijuana and uh, he did admit to it. And I was wondering what kind of discipline uh, I should use. Okay. what Your goal is to reach his mind, correct? Yeah. You mean you want him, what do you want him to think after you speak with him? Well, I want him to uh, think that he shouldn't do that. It's against the law. Okay. Do you think that will reach him, that argument that it's against the law? Do you think that's got a good chance of reaching your stepson? No. Okay. I, so so, um, so then ask yourself, what do I think will reach him? What would be a reality-based what what facts could I present him with that would help him see for himself that he can make a better choice? Okay, I'd have to think about that. Uh, that's a good thought. Yeah, the easy solution... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, the easy... What we think is an easy solution, Randy, is to just say, don't do it, you're grounded, you're not getting the car... Or we, we impose some penalty, and our kids walk away, and we're, we cross our arms, and we puff up our chests, and we think, there, I told my stepson, or I told my daughter, and she'll never use pot again. And what the kids are thinking is very different. What do you think they're thinking when you punish them? Well, I'm not sure. Okay, typically they're thinking, my parent is mean, or they don't understand, or they don't love me, or I'm going to do it anyway, or I'll get them back. They get revenge fantasies. You can't tell me what to do. Well, this is a pretty good kid. Back gets good grades. Uh, I guess just associating with the wrong folks. 
Why do you think he's choosing? Kids choose who they associate with. What do you th what do you know about your stepson um, that would cause him to pick some kids that are not as great for him? I don't know. What do you like in him? Oh, he's a very good uh, kid. He gets good grades. Uh, he's a little lazy. Uh, okay, here's here's what I would do. I might go up to him and say, listen, you're making so many nice choices for yourself. I admire that you did well in math, or I admire that you're enjoying biology, or, you know, you, you really, you put in so much effort for that art project, and you did really well, and I feel really good about that. And my guess is that you're feeling proud of yourself. And when I hear that you've been doing pot, I get a big question mark in my mind, honey. I'm not sure where that where that's coming from. Help me understand you better. Okay. What I'm trying to do there is to hear his story, to draw him out, to let him talk. Is he the type of a kid type of kid that would share information with you? Yes. Yeah. So what do you think he might say to you? I'm not sure. Okay, so that's something that you can explore with him. If he says to you, uh, you know, all the kids were doing it, and I just figured I'd try it. I wanted to experiment, and I didn't like it anyway, but I was afraid to tell you guys that I had tried it. Well, if he's honest and that's all he did, it's no big deal. So there's all no... Right. Part this is his second offense. Okay, so tell you're you're giving me more information. What else do I need to know about him? Really, that to me is uh, probably what I know of. It's the only time he's broken the law, you know. Okay, so there's only two times, and it's not so much that he's broken the law, but he's making a because in some. In some situations, it's, oh, you know, if you go to a different country, you can smoke pot. It's not an issue. It's not against the law. It's not a legal issue. The difficulty is once you start turning to drugs, people will use it to numb their mind or to get an effect that will not serve them long range if they continue to use it. So you can understand a kid experimenting, yeah. but it doesn't mean that it's good for him long range. He may feel that there's peer pressure. That may be one reason that he's experimenting. And he, he may have difficulty saying no to some of the bullies in the class or some of the more popular kids, in which case he needs skills to say no if he really wanted to say no. If he tried it and he happened to like the effect on him, then what do you do? I don't know. Okay, and that's why you're calling. You can say that wouldn't you, you know, one possibility is you can get that effect when you're feeling real anxious. The pot seems to calm you down, honey. What other, what other things can you do to calm yourself down? And you give him alternatives. You help him explore other ways to manage his stress, if that's why he was using it. So if it's peer pressure, you help him learn how to say no under difficult situations. People who are alcoholics, um, 
and they want to they want to stop being alcoholics they they want to become sober they need skills to be able to say no to people who are offering them drink the drink pushers so kids need to have skills to deal with the pot pushers the kids in their class they say oh come on you know you just just try it it won't hurt you you know they try to make it look like an exciting thing so if that's the case, he needs those types of skills. If it's because he's dealing with stress and he's got some sort of problems, then you can give him other stress management skills. But to sit down and be on his side and to help him know that it's against the law and listen to his story and ask him what suggestions he has to stop it, guess what you're engaging? Punishment or his motivation? His motivation. Yeah, you're you're respecting his mind more. You're working with him, and you're reducing one problem. You you're not creating a power struggle between the parent and the kid. You're really telling him, "I love you. I I admire a lot in what you do. This choice wasn't such a cool choice. Let's talk about it, and let's figure out a way that you can change it. If you need some more skills." maybe we can find them for you. Listen, there's a wonderful book. You can go to my website, drkenner.com. It's How to Talk So Teens Will Listen. Okay. okay? My website is drkenner.com. Listen, I thank you very much for the call. Thank you. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by Dr. Ellen Kenner. Some conflict is inevitable in all relationships. Even though you may be similar to your partner in many fundamental respects, inevitably there will be differences in beliefs, values, interests, preferences, tastes, habits, attitudes, and personality traits. Partners will differ in communication skills and styles and in habitual methods of thinking. Sometimes differences are a source of interest and excitement. For example, an introverted partner may admire how an extroverted mate is so at ease in social situations or one's partner's interests stimulate the development of similar interests in the other. And many differences that conflict with one's own preferences can be ignored if they are not important enough to make an issue of. You can download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.